to you know speak to the the culture and to you know what what we what we try to do is we try to you know let people know that we're in a career development phase with them and that that's engaging uh, colleges, technical institutions, and even high schools to 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 grow our own. We're, it's the only place we're going to be able to find people moving forward is to establish careers and and not only impress the candidate but impress their parents and the, and their friends so that so that we are a, an employer of choice. And once we do that, that's when. The referrals come in. That's when they they tell their friends, "I'm at I'm at bottom line equipment. I'm receiving competitive pay. I'm receiving, um, you know, these benefits. It's a good place to work. Employees are engaged, and I'm you know have a career plan in front of me that's for the next two or three years. That's it, it's now what the employer will do for the employee, and that's what the expectation is out there. And if you don't provide that. They're going to turn and go work somewhere else for either the same or a little bit more than what they're making at the company. Welcome to Peer Talk, a dialogue with business owners just like you. Peer Talk conversations run the gamut of business challenges facing owners today. The host of Peer Talk is Dan Crowley, founder and owner of Peer Executive Groups, which provides a safe space for owners to share their experience, grow their businesses, and learn from their peers. Hi, this is Dan Crowley. We have a number of great owners in our peer group network, just like you, and our job is to give you a voice here on Peer Talk. Peer Tech is a proud sponsor of Peer Talk. Are your results actionable? View your industry data like never before. Gain insights, view real-time KPIs, drive growth, unlock potential. When you join PeerTech, your data drives decisions. Peer benchmarking allows you to see your data like never before. Why be satisfied with incomplete data when clear, responsive, real-time trends could be yours? Now is the time to start making insightful, data-driven decisions for your business. PeerTech. Derek Potter and Chris Jaquies are both directors of human resources at two different companies. Chris is at Bottom Line Equipment and Derek is at Vandalia Rental. Bottom Line is in Louisiana and Texas. Vandalia Rental is in Ohio. They both have certifications as PHR, which is a professional in human resources from HRCI. And they also both boast certified professional designations from the Society of Human Resource Managers. Welcome to Peer Talk, everyone. We have an exciting uh, episode today. We have two special guests. One is Chris Jaquies from Bottom Line Equipment, and the other is Derek Potter from Vandalia Rental. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Dan. Hey, good morning. Glad so to be here. You, so you guys are the people strategists of your company. You direct the human resource side of the business. Uh, and you have a pretty decent size operation. So why don't we start with you, Chris? Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you found your way to the rental industry and then uh, give us an update on bottom line, what that looks like. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Dan. And um, um glad to be here. Uh, I've been in uh, human resources for um, um, around 20 years, but uh, worked in heavy construction equipment uh, probably 10 years ago uh, with John Deere heavy construction equipment out of Baton Rouge. Um, uh, at that time, uh, the dealership name was Nortrax, and um, really got my feet wet in the uh, in the equipment business. Um, I left there, uh, went into 
a couple of HR positions in some different industries. Um, and then three years ago, I had an opportunity to join Bottom Line Equipment. I knew about the heavy construction equipment business. Um, rental, the rental side of things was was absolutely different. And uh, but I have to say, I, I'm, I love it. It's a challenge every day. And, um, you know, it, it, it definitely is uh, something that uh, I enjoy. Um, bottom line equipment is um, heavy construction equipment rental. We do the big stuff, uh, excavators, uh, but we also specialize in attachments and specialty attachments. And so um, uh, last year we were 41st in the U.S. Uh, in, in annual rental equipment. Um, we have seven locations um, in uh, New Orleans and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Lafayette, Lake Charles, Louisiana, and then uh, three in three in Texas, Beaumont, Baytown, and in Corpus Christi. Um, at this time, we have approximately 180 employees. Wow, getting close to 200. I remember before you guys hit the 100 mark. So uh, it's neat to see that kind of growth happen. A longtime member of of peer groups. So let's move over to Derek. Why don't you give us the same rundown, Derek, on on how you found your way to rental? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Dan. So I have been in uh, automotive manufacturing for about 20 years prior to joining uh, Vandalia Rental Team. Um, worked for General Motors, Delphi, uh, Tenneco, Tenneco Automotive, and got just out of the blue, random uh, contact from a recruiter that uh, this small uh, equipment rental company was looking for somebody with my background to join the team. I've got about a 50-50 split in operations and human resources prior to coming here. So that's what they were looking for, somebody that understood and could appreciate the operation piece of it, but also knew the human resources side of it. Uh, so I'm coming from this big conglomerate, you know, global organization, that billions of dollars a year, and uh, come to meet uh, Kurt Barney, our president here at Vandalia Rental. Uh, one location, 30 employees, and, uh, you know, just a what I would at the time consider mom and pop shop, right? Um so it was a little nerve wracking coming from Big Brother into, uh, you know, this atmosphere. Kurt and I had uh, about a three and a half hour interview, uh, and it really consisted of him expressing his vision for the organization and where he was going to take it. He was uh, new to the ownership of the business, uh, you know, took it from his father a few years prior. And when I walked out of here, I said, I, I got to be on this guy's team. You know, it's uh, the industry sounded excited. I knew very little about it from uh, prior to this, uh, but just the passion and the energy that he had behind where he wanted to take the organization just really excited me, and uh, I've never looked back. So that's ultimately the reason I got into rental was was uh, 100% because of Kurt. I, I can't argue that at all, but um, having been in the, the industry now, it is ever-changing, exciting. There's nothing that I've experienced like it. It's certainly not like manufacturing. Uh, and and that excites me and the autonomy that we have to create different procedures and processes for the uh, business to grow is just exciting. Uh, when I started, like I said, there was 30 team members at the time with one location. Uh, and, you know, fast forward to that was 2013. Fast forward to 2016. We opened our second branch. Um, and then started to add from there. So from 2016 to 2022, we now have seven locations, six six uh, 
profit centers or, or rental branches and one maintenance facility. And we are right at about 113 team members right now. So quite a lot of growth just across the last six years, but certainly since I started in 2013. So that's interesting. So both companies, both your companies have faced uh, quite an expansive growth in the last five, six years. And I guess the first thing that comes to mind when I think of that is culture, right? So you were attracted, uh, Derek, yourself to Kurt Barney and his vision for the future. How do both of you deal with that, especially, um, you know, if I get like if you're doing a greenfield and you're starting a company from scratch, but acquiring people in another organization can also provide challenges there. So, Chris, why don't we start with you? How does how do you guys get the message out to 180 people about what leadership is planning to do? Yeah, it's a good question, Dan. And, and um, you know, our, our owner, um, uh, Kurt Dagatare, is, uh, you know, a visionary. Um, he's someone that is uh, has a high level of energy. Um, he is uh, never satisfied with the status quo and and uh, but um, has made a a point of of putting people first, which is makes me very happy in the position I'm, I'm in. Um, it, it's about communication. It's about visionary a vision in, in sharing three and five year goals to your employee base. Um, uh, he, he does a great job of, of uh, several times a year. Uh, pulling the employees together, uh, sharing the vision, sharing the goals and objectives, and and making sure that that people are on the same page and that that they want to share the the dreams and and the rewards uh, from from expansion. Um, I, I think that uh, uh, you know we we never stop thinking about growing and we never stop putting our employees in a position to share those goals and share those dreams. And um, I think it's a win-win for for all of us. Excellent. Excellent. How about you, Derek? What what do you guys do to, I mean, you've probably had even more growth in a short period of time, having more bodies come on board. Um, you know, how do you continue to communicate with them, you know, what the, what the plans are for your company? It was certainly much simpler when we just had one location, right? We could uh, control the narrative everywhere that we were. So, uh, as we have grown, it has become increasingly difficult, but we we are making a lot of strides to make sure that we don't lose the message and don't lose that vision that I first fell in love with, because that's still, that fire still burns like it did nine years ago. We are, you know, we're doing a lot with communication via uh, our, our um, human resource program that we use. There's a, a chat feature on there that we do to try to make sure that team members are uh, aware and alert of things that are upcoming. Uh, uh, Kurt produces a newsletter each week that we call the Monday Minute, and that has a, a significant readership to that. That is where we communicate most of our uh, frequent type uh, messages. And then we meet a couple times a year as an entire company where we go over uh, financial results and, and business strategy and whatever plans we have for the next six to 12 months. So, and uh, each branch individually then meets with their team as well to make sure that they're cascading any uh, critical information that we've passed down from the leadership team. So not an easy uh, thing to do by any stretch of the imagination, but we're trying to make sure that the message does not get lost from Kurt 
to the leadership team, to the management team, to to the guys that are, you know, making the money for us. Excellent. Well, that's good to know. And, you know, both of you had mentioned in in that um, dialogue there uh, about your organization. You talk about some application and some software. Let's take a step back. And Chris, why don't you explain to us what your personal accountability chart, your org chart looks like for your organization? Um, you know, you're you're part of the leadership team. But what does your staff do? What does that look like? Tell us a little bit also about any outsourced solutions you might use in the human resource side and an update on any technology. So three three headed uh, yeah. question there. Yeah. Well, first of all, you know, we're 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 organized. Um, uh, I wouldn't say much differently from from other organizations, except we. Uh, we're not necessarily site uh, departmentalized. That is, um, we, we, we really have concentrated more on a functional type of organization. And, and um, that gives us a flexibility to have our management team spread over several locations. Um, uh, obviously, there's some there's some positives with that and negatives, but it, it gives us the ability, I think, to, to be flexible in, in not and not being in a um, uh, in a in a closed environment in one location that is management we're you know we're we're, we're spread out we we travel uh, to our different locations and and try to try to have our our um, you know finger on the pulse of of operations on a daily basis so I think that is uh, you know that's definitely um, you know, a, a, a significant difference in what I've seen in the past with with different organizations. Um, well, we try to be transparent and, and we try to um, uh, be in a position where we can relate to uh, to all activities. Um, we meet, uh, you know, weekly uh, through traction and um, that helps us uh, a lot. Just a quick interrupt. So Traction's the book. So you're doing one of the EOS tools like my traction tools or um, is it 90 IO? Which one do you guys use? Oh, we, we, we do the traction tools. OK, so, got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, I think it's a it's a, a very straightforward um, process of, of organizing um, uh, to do's and, and um, issues and in and, and really on a weekly basis, engaging all of our management team in in, in the work processes. So, yeah. What was the second part, Dan? So so second part was, um, do you use any outsourced uh, fractional help? In, uh, in the let, yeah. Well, you know, I think that's limited. We, we have engaged in some uh, contract labor for for different different positions obviously that's a lot more pricey than uh, uh, going get going to get those folks yourself but in the in the world we live in today um, uh, trying to staff through through different resources is imperative to, to you know continue an operation so uh, I would say uh, that's limited um, we we have our own um, uh, you know, HR function, payroll function, and um, we we do everything pretty much in-house. Got it. Okay, perfect. And technology-wise, what are you using to support yourself right now um, internally for you guys? Do you do you have a, a payroll software that you use with HR we, we, functions? Or? We do. We, we, we've bought a whole platform through or purchased a whole platform through UltiPro. 
uh, Cronus. So um, uh, we, we've been satisfied with that. We, we uh, implemented that about a year and a half ago. That's got a training platform to it. Payroll um, allows us to do uh, performance evaluations, performance management, all electronic. And, and um, you know, we've we've gotten we've we've gotten past the the paper process, and and that's uh, served us served us well for organizing information, running reports, et cetera. So, got it. Okay, perfect. Derek, how about your organization? So we're looking at your org structure, org chart, who you might have in your staff, um, what you might outsource, and then what technology you use to support yourself. Yeah, sure. So uh, I am on the leadership team. I report directly to the president of the organization currently. On my team, uh, I oversee human resource function, recruitment, training, and administration. So I have a a full-time recruiter, human resource generalist. I have two full-time training team members and uh, administrative assistant. And we're soon to start merging into... um, one of the trainers moving into the safety realm and focusing more on putting some safety policies and procedures in place uh, as a necessity for our growth. So that's um, that's the team. And then from a technological standpoint, we too use an HRM system similar to what Chris described. I use Paylocity, which encompasses uh, payroll, uh, timekeeping. Uh, there's a learning management system on there. Our performance management system is completely electronic. All of our benefits uh, run through our payroll system and have a direct feed to our carriers. So all of that is electronic. And there's an expense module and and several other things that are just, you know, um, appropriate for what we're doing as an organization. And it's all housed under one group. Uh, Additionally, I use a a program called Labor IQ, and that really helps me kind of keep the pulse on what the market rates are for particular jobs out there. And that's a hot topic, obviously, throughout the country right now and something that I watch uh, almost daily, but uh, certainly weekly to see what's going on with that. Excellent. Well, we'll definitely check out Labor IQ. I know a number of uh, organizations are reaching out to us, always asking those questions. So that could be something that would be uh, hugely beneficial to them. So let's talk about that for a second. So attracting employees has always been a challenge, but never been a challenge quite like it's been the last few years. Now, throw into that two companies that have aggressive growth strategies, and it's a recipe for disaster. So how are you guys staying ahead of the curve on attracting employees? Why don't you tell us, you know, if you were to look at your metrics of the last 50 employees, where'd they come from, right? Like, how did you find them? So let's start this time with Derek. Um, What does that look like for you, Derek? You know, we have traditionally had really good success with bringing team members on. Obviously, pandemic and and labor challenges that have uh, occurred over the last couple of years have really thrown a wrench in everybody's game, right? Um, I made a decision long ago that we needed to stand out. We got to be different. Uh, We got to be, you know, the red goose out there in the middle of all the white ones. So, uh, otherwise, we're just going to get drowned by everybody else out there in, in the, the uh, recruitment world. So we've taken a lot of changes throughout the years to to make ourselves different um, through even just creating unique and, and humorous job ads that that stand out to people. Um, we have uh, really 
a great reputation out there from not only our customer base, but just word of mouth. People hear how great of a company we are, how great of an employer we are. Even folks that no longer work here, either on good or bad terms, uh, still give us accolades and talk about you know how good of a company this is to, to work with. So those things, I think, you know, have, have really helped us out quite a bit. But we're um, having to take some unique strategies, atypical from what we've done in the past, to to zero in on people that we want to join the team. And, and that may be really exploring um, not only just competitors, but, you know, what other industries are very similar where we can go in and and sell our story and it's to me it's about employment branding and i think you've got to you've got to prep yourself up to be a, an organization that somebody wants to join not just a paycheck that's going to pay the bills as the time is evolving pay is certainly uh, important to people but the atmosphere and and what the organization can provide to the team is really going to become more and more critical and important to people as we grow and especially with younger generations, that's really what they seem to be focused on more. Well, there's no question, you know, you guys are known for being aggressive out in the marketplace and, and trying to find those employees. In fact, I have it on good information that at one point uh, you reached out to the CFO of Bottom Line Equipment, Mr. Hunter Patan, and uh, offered him a uh, interview with Vandalia Rental. And uh, <laughs> because Hunter and Kurt Barney are, you know, good buddies inside their own peer group together, it was uh, made for quite a humorous story. So keep at it and, uh, you know, please don't call any of my employees, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So so Chris, on your side of the, of the table, let's talk about um, that, uh, that idea of the struggles is real. Yeah. And, and answer specifically, like your last 50 employees, it's to me, your organization has such a culture I got to believe there's some pretty good uh, referrals happening from the employees. Is that the case? Yeah, that that is. And, and let me start, Derek. Uh, if if you take any of my employees, I, I, it will be World War Three, and I'll, I'll come out. <laughs> sure. Heavy. So I'm cautious of anybody that you recommend to me. That. <laughs> yeah. that? Oh, nice. Uh, no. Um, yeah, look, we've you know Derek hit on a couple of points, and and um, one is distinguishing yourself from from the competition out there. It is difficult. It is a it, it's a challenge daily. Um, we we rack our brains trying to do things, anything and everything we can to attract employees. Uh, I have I've hired a talent acquisition manager who has a background in marketing, and 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 those two things have kind of merged. To, and and I'm, I'm, I think we're doing a very good job of uh, with social media, with postings, with LinkedIn, with Facebook. Um, we've engaged indeed on on a couple of different levels to to attract and and go through and, and you know candidates and and really get in touch with those people uh, very quickly. Uh, we cannot afford to. Uh, have a candidate wait for us to review the resume uh, after after a week. But uh, to you know speak to the the culture and to you know what what we what we try to do is we try to you know let people know that we're in a career development phase with them. and that that's engaging uh, colleges, technical institutions, and even high schools 
to 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 grow our own. We're, it's the only place we're going to be able to find people moving forward is to establish careers and and not only impress the candidate but impress their parents and the, and their friends so that so that we are a, an employer of choice. And once we do that, that's when the referrals come in. That's when they they tell their friends, "I'm at I'm at bottom line equipment. I'm receiving competitive pay. I'm receiving." Uh, you know, these benefits, um, I, we've got the boot allowance and the tool allowance and all of those things that bottom line provides, but it's a, it's a good place to work. Employees are engaged and I'm, you know, have a career plan in front of me that's for the next two or three years. That's it, it's now what the employer will do for the employee. And that's what the expectation is out there. And if you don't provide that, they're going to turn and go work somewhere else for either the same or a little bit more than what they're making with the company. Good points. Good points. And, you know, we're going to talk about retention here in a minute. But before that, let's talk about the stickiness. So we've made the hire. They come into the business and they're working in their role. Um, yeah, obviously, it'd be great to create career paths for everybody. It's not necessarily always available to move somebody up. Um but you, um, Derek, you had mentioned your learning management system. Um, and again, we've seen companies adopt and adapt. Rental U from the American Rental Association gives them a platform and then they can build some education and training. Uh, first off, education and training, is that the domain of the human resources department or is it the domain of the operations side? Um, I think I have the answer to that. But uh, at the same time, you're managing that employee and taking them through FAWA. So why don't uh, we start with Chris? What do you guys do there from a learning perspective? What training? Uh, how do you guys focus on that with your company? Uh, you know, we, we've had some changes in our training department. Um, uh, training, you know, I, I look at training in, in at separate, several different levels. We have the uh, technical training from the dealers that needs to be, um, you know, uh, that needs to be engaged and, and our technicians need to understand, uh, you know, the equipment and, and the ever-changing technical environment that, that they have to deal with. Um, we have, uh, you know, other training, the soft skill training for uh, that, that falls in HR, for, for management, for employees on, um, you know, just about everything that uh, could, could include anything legal or, uh, or employee relations or uh, and then and then we have kind of a, the, the administrative office training to me that would include uh, software programs or, or, you know, any any type of um, uh, uh, process. But what what we've noticed in in-house is is we've developed uh, playbooks for our departments and in doing so, um, we detail um, the processes and, and really uh, get down into the, the weeds, so to say, with uh, the functionality of day-to-day of -day operations and documenting that so that um, the, the goal there is to prepare employees and managers when they come on board so that they have a, they have a roadmap, they have a, 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 a book, and it, it's not going to uh, be an all-problem all solution, but they, you know, it, it's a tool. And, and working with with individuals who who can you know have something they can go to to understand 
day-to-day operations in either um, uh, you know parts, service, uh, sales, uh, even human resources. We have our own playbook. So that that's an internal mechanism that we use to uh, to go over, make sure the employees understand uh, what our processes are and how we interact with the other departments uh, in the organization. And uh, that that's important for uh, for teamwork, for for transparency, and for uh, uh, efficiency. Okay, great. And same question to you, Derek. Um, what you know, you, you mentioned your learning management system. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what that looks like and what it encompasses? The LMS that we have is similar to Rental U, and we do utilize Rental U quite a bit. Okay. Uh, in, in fact, I was I was asked to help design that pr- platform, so that um, it works out pretty well, if I do say so myself. Nice. Um, uh, so it's very similar. We can upload videos. We can create videos. We can do on-screen train, uh, on-screen recordings uh, with vocal instructions, and then that allows me to launch it out to anybody on the team. Once they complete it, there's an assessment. It goes on their permanent training record that's housed inside the HRM. So it's a very good process. We are uh, we're not utilizing it to its fullest yet, but certainly getting there, but it allows us to do a lot of things that can be taken over video, taken over, you know, we can include links and things like that. So it's a very, very robust platform that we're uh, enjoying quite a bit. Okay, great. Um, the the last piece uh, to our conversation today is kind of that last phase. So you have employees that are coming in, they work with your organization long-term, where does that leave them? How do they, you know, exit well when they do? Do you guys do retirement plans? What's that look like? Do you have any kind of golden handcuffs or retention type plans to keep those good employees around? Let's start with Derek on that one. We we provide a, a 401k from anybody that starts, you know, with us after 30 days. We do a dollar for dollar match up to 6% of their salary. So that's that's the retirement that we provide is the, the company matching. And our goal is to maximize that. We, uh, we really uh, encourage our team to put as much money into that plan as they possibly can, uh, at least to make sure that they're taking advantage of the company match. Um, we've got uh, uh, several long-term team members on the, the team right now. And we really wanna make sure that when folks are ready to go, we want to help them go and we want to make sure that they're they're prepared financially they're prepared mentally and they know that they're going to leave their area better than what they they got it so there's there's been really little um interaction with trying to get folks to to stick around longer than what they really want to do Mm -hmm. we create uh, we collaborate we create a good plan an exit strategy for them and then you know we we do everything that we can to make sure that we hold up to our end of the bargain and they certainly always hold up to their end of the bargain. And then we let them, you know, coast out as they have planned. And that's not only just with retirements, but, you know, anybody that's one of the, one of the things that, you know, we stress to our team, especially new team members that come in is this isn't for everybody. We're not a one size fits all. If you're not happy, let us know and we will help you transition out. And that's so that goes with anybody. We've done as much to um, allow people time off to interview. I've helped with the resumes. 
I've hooked them up with different organizations where they might be a better fit and just whatever we can, because at the end of the day, we don't want a broken bridge. We don't want uh, a relationship that, that went sour. And that, I think, goes a long way to help with our reputation. And when I said earlier, folks, you know, even that they may have been terminated, they may have quit, they still give us good praise as an employer. And I think a lot of those things really help when you're dealing with a team, when you're dealing with a person, right? And that's what we're dealing with. Um, it, that that goes a long way out there in the world. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, one other thing I forgot to mention during our discussion around learning management is um, uh, if you haven't already checked out, please, uh, any of our listeners, check out the new ARA certified, which looks both at the service element of equipment rental as well as the sales element of equipment rental. I know inside of peer executive groups, we're having all of our employees go through both training pieces, so it should be some good u- u- information there. Um, uh, in addition to that, um, these two gentlemen are going to be launching a HR peer group. Uh, it's going to start this summer, and uh, we have a number of other uh, larger part, uh, participants joining. You know, certainly, we look at medium and smaller operators as well if they have specific HR uh, responsibilities. So by all means, reach out on that. So last thing, guys, um, where where is this headed? So, Chris, um, you know, we see what's going on with the economy right now. Um What's the plan for the next three years from bottom line, 36 months? Where are we at 36 months from now? What does bottom line look like? Well, I, I think we've got an aggressive growth uh, plan in place. Um, well, you know, the details, I, you know, I, I think are are yet to be determined. But uh, I think we, we'd, we'd love to see in, in a few years uh, several more locations and um, and possibly doubling our employees from, you know, up to up to maybe 400, 450, something like that. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, you know, getting there <laughs> is going to be a challenge. But, um, uh, hey, I, I, I wake up and, and, and like what I do. And so I, I, I come in and, and, and give it get up, give it all I can and we'll make it happen, which is one of our core values. So, <laughs> so you think you guys will stick with Texas and Louisiana? I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, okay. and, uh, yet to be determined. Fair enough. Fair enough. Derek, how about you? What does what your life look like 36 months from now? I fully expect that we will have three to five new locations on board, um, either through um, and potentially more locations if, if there were an acquisition in the mix. But we're going to continue our growth uh, as long as we are fiscally able to do so. Um, we will continue our growth. And, and I would say that we'll be tipping the scales at 200 team members um, at that point, it, it, because as we're growing, we're adding on not only operational roles, but administrative roles and, and different IT roles. Um, you know, the business starts to crack and we see where we need to fill in those cracks. So, we, you know, we're creating a lot of new positions that have never existed in the past. So a lot of exciting things on the horizon for us. We've we've got a couple in the works right now where, you know, we're planning out uh, across the next couple of years. So I'm very confident and I may have overshot that number at three to five or uh, <laughs> undershot that number at three undershot. to five. Undershot. I, yeah. I will also say, uh, you know, one of the exciting things for me is to see when you guys add a new position to staff um, that hasn't existed in this industry. 
right? So it's kind of like, whoa, did somebody just hire a talent acquisition guy? You know, it's like you're seeing things happen uh, that we're not used to. So it's exciting for everyone involved. And uh, again, keep doing what you're doing. You guys are doing great. This has been a blast, guys. Appreciate you joining today. Thanks for having us on, Dan. Appreciate the invite. It was awesome. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening to Peer Talk. PeerTech is a proud sponsor of PeerTalk. Are your results actionable? View your industry data like never before. Gain insights, view real-time KPIs, drive growth, unlock potential. When you join PeerTech, your data drives decisions. Peer benchmarking allows you to see your data like never before. Why be satisfied with incomplete data when clear, responsive, real-time trends could be yours? PeerTech. You've been listening to Peer Talk from Peer Executive Groups, produced and directed by Noah Crowley and hosted by Dan Crowley. Subscribe to this podcast for notifications of future episodes of Peer Talk.